Hello and welcome to Super Rugby Round 16 preview brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for rugby opinion and predictions. So, um, why don't you hit the old subscribe button down below uh, so you don't miss any of my other videos? You wouldn't want to miss out on any of the content we're producing this weekend. For example, I will be doing post match reaction to the Highlanders versus the Hurricanes, the Chiefs versus the Crusaders, uh, South Africa versus Wales, and also the three MLR um, Major League Rugby games out of the USA as well. So, so you don't miss any of those games, uh, or my post-match reaction to those games at least, uh, do hit the subscribe button down below. So, this weekend is a bit of a shorter weekend, uh, or shorter round of games than normal. Um, we just have the uh, Australia and New Zealand, Australia Conference and New Zealand Conference teams playing uh, because of that game up in Washington DC between South Africa uh, and Wales. So we'll get on to that game at the end uh, and I'll give you a little bit of an idea as to where I think that one's going to go. Um, but before we get to there, first up we have the Highlanders hosting um, the Hurricanes down in Dunedin on a Friday night. And the Highlanders, if we look at their team, uh, a pretty strong squad. Uh, great to see uh, Richard Buckman or the Barracuda back uh, f um, on the bench. Um, interesting that Shannon, uh, Sh Sh Shannon um, Frizzell is there um, as well uh, on the bench and not actually starting after his All Blacks call-up. But we'll see. Uh, be good to see him uh, get some game time and uh, see him playing as well. Uh, apart from that, this is very much, pretty much like a, a, a first choice squad or first choice team um, that you'd expect. All the big names there: uh, we've got Ash Dixon and Ben Smith captaining uh, the side. Uh, Liam Squire, Hunt Whitelock across their back row. Uh, Aaron Smith, Sopoanga, uh, Tavita Lee, yeah, uh, Walden Thompson, Naholo. And they get basically all the names you'd expect uh, in that side. Tom Franklin Hemp up front as well. So they're yeah, strong side out by the Highlanders. They've, they've been on the road for um, quite a few games now, um, so be happy to be back um, at home. Um, they do have one uh, front row um, guy, uh, Tui Loma, uh, who is has his first start of the round um, as well. So it's not a I'd say it's not all. There is there is someone new in there. Uh, so good, uh, it's good good side out by the Highlanders. Um, after a bit of up and down uh, recently. Brad Shields, going over to the Hurricanes now, Brad Shields um, will become the 14th player to bring up 100 appearances for the Hurricanes as he leads the team out um, at the weekend. Um, obviously still has the old, um, all, the, all the rubbish going on around uh, on social media about him going up to England and stuff. I think that's fine. I think he should be selected and I think he should be playing this weekend as well uh, because the window doesn't, uh, doesn't mean he should be released until after this game. So, um, so that's how I think it should be. Again, uh, as we've seen all season with this Hurricane side, a strong side. Um, uh, Smith, Riccitelli and Tuang Allen across the front row. Um, Fatih Lofa and Lousy uh, in that um, in the engine room. And then Shields, Adi Surveyor and Evans across the back row. Uh, so very uh, yeah, strong, uh, one of the stronger packs that uh, the Canes can put out. T.J. Piranara, Bowden Barrett, Ben Lamb, Lamapi, Jordy Barrett, Julian Sevilla and Milner Scudder. So obviously no Arso and no uh, Proctor uh, who are out, still out um, uh, injured. Uh, so, But otherwise, yeah, this is a, a strong side. Uh, Jordy Barrett back at 13 again. 
Uh, so it's interesting to see how he goes against New Zealand opposition uh, in that position. Um, obviously, it's somewhere that he came out publicly during the offseason and said that he wanted to play, uh, and he has bulked up over some bulked up a bit over the offseason to do that. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see him playing there. Um, this should be a, an absolute cracker, uh, and normally, basically, what we would say is if it's not the Blues and it's a New Zealand derby, go with the home side. But um, I'm actually going to go with the Canes by three on this one. It's not going to be a wet night like it was uh, against the Crusaders, or even if it is a wet night, it doesn't matter because indoors they've got that roof. So we're going to see much more the style that the Hurricanes are, um, want to play will suit the conditions a lot better. Um, the Hurricanes, the Highlanders, sorry, also like those conditions. So um, it should be a good feast of rugby and what we like to see from these uh, New Zealand derbies. Uh, and uh, as I say, I'm going for Hurricanes by three and Christian's gone for um, Canes by seven, Chief, the Chief by six and Jack uh, has uh, also uh, gone the Canes by 10. So everyone, uh, as I saw from the live chat, so everyone is going, for, so yeah, the Canes are outstanding favourites. The Canes and the Crusaders have shown themselves to be the top two teams in this com competition um, and that's why people are going that way. Um, I'm going for a smaller margin um, than the other guys. Then uh, on to Saturday and we have the five o'clock game in New Zealand uh, is the Blues versus the Rebels. Um, I mean, a few question marks here about uh, Rick, um, Rico Iwani uh, has not been um, selected for the Blues uh, in this one, but he does have to be rested for two games. And you've got to say, okay, when are you going to rest him? Um, you've got to rest him at some point. He can't play every game of the season. Um, and against the Rebels uh, at home, that's got to be a fairly good uh, good one um, to choose, you'd think. Uh, apart from that, um, uh, also, uh, Sonny Williams, I believe, is out injured. Uh, initially, he was uh, bracketed as maybe being, being available. I think he's actually injured now. Uh, and so he's also going to be out. So Perifeta is going to have a fairly uh, the experienced um, Hepatima uh, and Ledger uh, in the centre combination for him. Um, Manu is also uh, inexperienced out on the... Uh, uh, replacing uh, Rico Wani and they've got Duffy and Collins uh, to add some experience to that back line a lot of this is going to be on Perifeta and Pulu uh, to run the to move the team around the pitch where they want them to play uh, with, with with that in mind uh, in the forwards though um, and it, it, uh, with uh, there's also people missing there as well in Tuapalosu obviously is still out Priors out Parsons out uh, so there's plenty of injuries in that front line and it has been a, an issue uh, in that front team and it has been an issue for the Blues all season um, Akiri is, has been picked though um, and we've got Kano there as well to give some leadership to them uh, Tuanga Fassi as well uh, uh, that, that front part but uh, yeah injuries playing playing havoc with this uh, Blues side and they'll be looking to to, to, to step it up amongst Rebels um, they've got a couple of players back so Ross Hainapetti um, is uh, back and so is the prop Ainsley uh, back in the side. Still no Will Genia though, and that has got to be a big one. Um, so that's, that he's, he's still going to be a, uh, be a big loss. So Ruru will continue to run things um, with Reese Hodge at 10. It's not really a combination that I'm a great fan of. I don't, I don't rate Ruru that much. Um, I think he's a big step down from Genia. And is Reese Hodge really a 10? Uh, definitely not a creative one anyway. Um, but that back line uh, with, with Corabetti and uh, Maddox out in the wings, Maddox being called up to the 
uh, obviously I think both of them actually have been called up so they the Wallaby squad um, and with, me, uh, was, uh, with Meeks and English in the middle there and Dane Hell at Petty at the back it's not a bad back line um, to be honest there's, there's definitely some pace and stuff there um, again the up front though I mean obviously a lot of it will be on Maffey to, to, to have a good game um, otherwise uh, and, and obviously Adam Coleman the, the captain to, to run things but not a scary um, pack uh, and that will help the Blues and this could be a game um, for the backs. It's going to come down to what the weather's like. Uh, I know down here in New Plymouth it's going to be wet. Um, I'm not sure what the weather is looking like uh, in Auckland. They'll be hoping for dry weather for both these t- sides. I don't think either of them will want it to be wet. Obviously it's going to be cold. Um, this is one that the Blues, and it's, you're never confident backing the Blues and they've only won, I think it's what, is it two games this season so they're not, uh, not, not, not going great. Um, so I'm backing the Blues by three at home. The Rebels obviously started great this season. Um, but we've seen that that was pretty that that they made the most of having a good uh, having a relatively easy um, schedule for them. Um, in the chat, the people are a bit um, are split. So some going for the Blues, some going for the Rebels, uh, and this yeah this one could go either way. Uh, I just uh, the uh, but I'm going to back uh, back the home team, um, and also whenever uh, the, as as the rule goes, if there's a New Zealand team but playing an Australian team, you always back um, the New Zealand team from a picking point of view. And because it's most historically, that's been a better one. They, they, they've, also, they've, they've been winning those games. Next up, uh, the the normal uh, 7.30 kickoff in New Zealand time is the Chiefs versus the Crusaders. I'll be in post-match reaction um, to this game um, as well. Sam Kane comes back on the bench um, for, the, uh, for the for the Chiefs. Um, he'll be much needed. Um, Tarongi on the uh, on the bench as well. Sean Stevenson. Um, so there's plenty of uh, they've got a strong bench uh, to back up uh, this uh, this team. In the starting lineup, um, Brody Retallick, um, obviously Archvin's um, Superman, uh, is is in there um, with Allardyce um, next to him as well. So you've got that international uh, lock lock pairing. Liam, Liam Messam is running things from number eight, uh, and then with Weber and Damien McKenzie, that's an experienced um, core to to that team. Um, Charlie Nantai retains his 12 jersey it is the best be, be, better position for him um, and he came through the other game well so looking forward to seeing him um, playing there again and Anson Leonard-Brown really does need to show us why he got selected into that uh, All Blacks team All Blacks squad I think uh, and this is going to be a, a, a good game for him um, with Sean Wainui uh, Pulu um, Solomono Alemano uh, they've got up to a pace to burn out wide uh, and that is going to be a fun uh, a, a fun back line. It's all going to come down to um, can the can the Crusaders um, contain them uh, and use their forward power really to 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 well to to get the upper hand. Obviously, with Moody Taylor Al Alatoa, that's a very, that's a very good front row. Even with Fanks um, still suspended, um, Barrett with Strange in the engine room. Bit surprised that Romano isn't in there, uh, but he's coming to come off the bench, uh, which is obviously going to be. It's a, it's a good bench. I mean, with players like White Crockett on the bench, Mitchell Drummond, uh, Mitchell Hunt, and this and uh, Makaleli. There is some there is some uh, some quality to come off the bench from the Crusaders as well. Matt Todd is back to captain uh, the side uh, with Jordan Tuafu uh, at number eight. Um, they'll be getting around the park. Uh, obviously, Richard Moanga with Bryn Hall inside him. Richard Moanga is going to be a key guy in this game. Uh, Goodhue steps into twelve, uh, which is going to be interesting to see how he. Uh, um, how he goes there. I think he's better 13 than a 12. 
but still, I think he's stepped up and shown a lot of leadership this season. And it's going to be interesting to see how he compares to Anton Brown, even though they're in slightly different positions. Um, and then obviously, uh, Tamanovalu, George Bridge, Havali. But it's great to also see Israel Dag back um, from injury again out in the wing uh, to see how he goes. So, as always, a very strong Crusaders side. And they have shown us this season that even with injuries, they are getting the wins. So, again, um, I'm going to go against the rule of backing the home team in New Zealand derbies and back the Crusaders went on by three, as I say. I think the Crusaders and Hurricanes are the best two teams by some way um, in this competition. Um, we then have the uh, Brum... Uh, no, I don't have the Brum... So what's what I'm talking about. We then have, sorry, the Reds versus the um, uh, the Waratahs. The classic uh, um, uh, derby in, in, uh, in Australia. Starting off... Um, with the Reds, I mean, they've, they've been up and down and they, they can produce some good results, but also um, they have lost games. You would have thought they would have won. Sorry, just going to wet the whistle. Um, and actually, good time to take an ad break. Please don't forget to hit the like button um, on this video. If you listen to the podcast, don't forget that five-star review uh, and do subscribe so you don't miss out on any of, your, of, of my videos or podcasts depending on how you are listening or watching. Thank you very much. Uh, that was a word from our sponsor, Driver Mall. Hello. Um, anyway, so looking at the, the Reds lineup, uh, they've, they've switched um, uh, Stewart and uh, John Lance around, put John Lance at, uh, at fullback and Stewart at 10. Uh, I'm not sure how much that really means uh, and how much they'll be switching around uh, actually during play uh, between those two positions. Um, to be honest, the, uh, we, we obviously have players like George Smith, uh, Scott Higginbottom bottom in there. Um, they're really going to have to lead this, um, uh, this Reds pack. This is where the Reds could get the upper hand because it's not a heavyweight um, Tars pack. It's, it's a mobile Tars pack, and they're going to have to be careful about that um, because they will be getting around the pitch. Uh, but there is opportunity for them to take it up front to them um, if they want to. Um, the, with... Um, Sora V, I think that's how you say it. Um, the, uh, it's his debut at number nine, or his run-on debut. Um, so it's going to be a big night for him. Uh, let's hope he handles the nerves and everything well. Uh, because with um, Karevi, he can release um, Pecina and Perezzi. Those two wings, they do have some pace out there. Uh, if, they, well, if they manage to suck the players in and create those overlaps, um, they could uh, get some joy out of that. Uh, you'd want the, front, the starting five, 15 really to, to, to win this. Uh, you're not going to get that much off the bench, I don't think, from the Reds. Oh, apart from Lucas, maybe. Um, going across the Tars, and yep, uh, they've got um, the players you'd expect. Hooper, Phipps, Foley, Beal, Falau, um, Kudish Rona, who's been called up into, the, into that uh, Naravoro Rona. Uh, sorry, Clark. It's a very recognised line, uh, back, back line. Um, from them. Interesting to see Jed Holloway at four. Uh, so I don't think he's really a lock. I think he's more of a loose forward. So I say it's a mobile but not a powerful pack um, with Rob Simmons joining in there in the engine room. Um, in Tom Robinson, Kepu and Fitzpatrick in that front row. Yeah, they've got experience, especially with Kepu. Um, but I say it's, it's mobile but it does. You do have the opportunity of taking it to them, I think, and I think that's where the Reds could gain a bit of an advantage here. Let's be honest. We're going to see some kicks for Flau, um to chase, 
Um, and we're going to see Bill running things for the Tars along with Foley um, as well. I, I'm uh, the, everyone in the chat. I mean, has gone for the Tars between about three or five. So they're expecting a close game within one score. Um, I, I expect the same as well, but I'm going to back the Reds with their home field advantage to win at this one. Um, and uh, let's see how that one pans out. The final game of the round is the Brumbies versus the Sunwolves, and we don't have the squad lists, but there has been a whole bunch of um, controversy because Checker has asked the Brumbies to um, arrest a bunch of their of the Wallabies, of the Wallabies. Sorry, Wallabies. What's an Wallaby? Anyway, of their Wallabies. Um, because their game is on Sunday, it's 24 hours later than all the other teams, uh, and he wants the players to uh, be available for two contact training sessions before the test matches. Uh, and if they uh, play that game on Sunday, they just won't, they won't have had the, the rest time to have that training sessions. So uh, it's going to be so um, they're putting. They're, they're apparently, the Brumbies are fighting against that, and are actually still going to select their uh, their Wallabies. So people, players like Pocock. Um, but let's just wait and. But. Uh, um, you, you wonder why, because this, this Sunwolves team is missing a lot of its brave blossoms. Um, it's definitely not a full-strength Sunwolves side um, by any stretch of imagination, like we saw against the Rebels last weekend. Um, the players are already, a lot of the players are already in Singapore um, preparing for their test series. So you would think the Brumbies could rest their players um, for this game, but they are trying to get a big crowd. They are trying to, uh, to try and generate, a, get, get people through the door and get bums in the seats. And it's difficult if you're going to be resting your star players, um, such as Pocock, um, etc. So I can understand from a marketing point of view, but from a player point of view and from a result point of view, do they really know those players? I don't think so. Um, but I say the Brumbies are holding strong and saying, no, we are going to play those players. So there we go. We'll see how that, um, that all pans out. I'm backing the Brumbies by 10. Uh, again, similar kind of numbers from the live chat as well. Yes, this is a Brumbies game um, to win through and through. So finally, uh, that's how we how I see the um, Super Rugby games going. So please let me know. I always have a good role, rugby chat. Let me know your thoughts down below. The other game that's going on uh, this weekend is that uh, is uh, South Africa playing Wales up in uh, Washington D.C. Uh, and I say I'll be doing live post match reaction to that. So hit that old subscribe button um, to get to get the notification for that. The uh, the um, the Springboks are taking up a, a very inexperienced squad. Um, I think it was seven or so new caps um, are in the starting 15 or six, seven, and a similar, a similar number on the bench as well. Um, I know that Wales also don't, I mean, both sides don't have their European-based players. Now, Wales have obviously got their players from Wales, but the players that are playing in the Viva Premiership um, are not being released for this game as it's, it comes outside the window. Now, Obviously, the oops. Obviously, the um, uh, bit, this, this game is, is is mainly for cash um, from both the sides. But there has been some rumblings about the fact that this doesn't have the uh, that it hasn't had great um, ticket sales in uh, the states. Um, but hopefully, they'll still get a decent audience uh, uh, in Washington D.C. They are looking at adding a major league rugby team in two years' time in 2020. So. You'd hope they could they they could use that to help start generating um, a bit of an audience, but we'll have to wait and see uh, as to how that all pans out. Both sides say missing lots of players, inexperienced ones, uh, so it's questionable as to 
uh, as to which one. I think it's a bit of a guess as to who's actually going to win this one. Obviously, uh, it's Rasmus and Rasmussen's, um, Rasmussen's, Rasmussen's uh, first game in charge, uh, whereas uh, Wales will be much more settled in their patterns under, under Warren Gatland. Um, and so... Uh, I think probably Wales should be getting up in this one. Uh, I'm going to take a bit of a coin flipping gag back Wales by three in this one. Um, I know we're, let's be honest, we're much more aware of the South African teams. The South African teams have been playing better in Super Rugby, um, and hence we've got a couple of people backing South Africa in the live chat. Um, but I think uh, with a brand new coach, new systems, etc., um, you've got to say that Wales are the more settled side and possibly the more experienced side. And so you've got to I, I back them um, to win this one-off match uh, up in Washington, D.C., Anyway, thank you very much for joining me. Always have a good old rugby chat. Let me know your thoughts down below. Or you can catch me on Twitter at Driving Mall as well. Um, I will be back tomorrow night uh, after, straight after the uh, Highlanders versus the Hurricanes. Give me a post-match reaction. I think I've got Steve and maybe even Hugh as well on for that one. Um, so come and join us. And uh, always good uh, for a chat. Please let, you know, let your friends know um, and all that kind of stuff. Cheers. And uh, enjoy whatever rugby you're watching this weekend. <laughs>